This program is rated I for immature. It's the Immature Gamers Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Immature Gamers Podcast. I am Harrison, joined by my co-host, Caleb. Hey, Caleb, how's it going, man? Going good, man. Excited to kick off the next episode. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, we we, we kind of skipped last week. You were moving. I was kind of busy with work. But uh, how'd that move go? Uh, it's it's going. It was, it was hard, and... Um... We're still chipping away at it. We got all the big stuff in place. Now is the the infamous unpacking, organizing slash get out of the random bullshit phase. <laughs> so yeah. work in progress. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. Moving sucks. Um, well, let's go ahead and get into before we start anything. Our uh, drink of choice. We've got um got a lot of things to talk about today. Uh, talk about the new uh, Apex Legends. Uh, rank season that just came out. Uh, talk a little bit about mobile gaming, a uh, little bit about the Battlefield saga going on, and then we'll wrap things up uh, talking a little football. Uh, but first, what are you sipping on, man? Uh, what I got here is uh, Blake's Hard Cider um, Blueberry Lemonade. It's like really good. These guys have a, these are probably some of the best ciders I've ever had, and this one certainly. Uh, is definitely it might be my favorite so far i don't know just the description here electrify your taste buds with juicy blueberries tart lemons and our five apple blend kick back and enjoy this bold lemonade fresh from our farm to your fridge uh they the the what what really put me on to blake's was their uh el chavo it's a mango habanero cider it's like the perfect amount of spicy and sweet um, and then, so I tried some of the other ones. They're just kind of seemed like average to me. The El Chavo was the only one that stuck out. But this one, I actually just got it today, tried it for the first time and blown away. It's, it's so delicious. Even, um, my girlfriend was like, kept reaching for it to grab it out of my hands. Cause she liked it a lot too. So it's a cider, but it's blueberry lemonade. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like blueberry lemonade and apples, I guess, essentially, <laughs> Sounds awesome. It's really All good. Right. Well, what I'm sipping. You? Yeah, I'm I'm sipping on a uh, one of my favorite bourbons. It's uh, by Old Elk. It's their weeded bourbon. Uh, really good. This is actually a store pick from a local uh, liquor store of mine here in Nashville. Um, weeded bourbon, like I said, it's got kind of a uh, uh, kind of a mapley taste to it. It's it's really smooth, really good. Um, five years, age five years, and uh, this. This is a 118 proof, so a little bit of a kick. Um, I'm not a big fan of bourbons that are lower than 100 proof. Um, you just it, sometimes it just feels too watered down to me. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there are some I do like. I mean, Eagle Rare is a great one. That's 90 proof, but for the most part, it's um, you know usually higher proof stuff. And uh, Old Elk, if you guys uh, haven't had it yet, go go uh, check it out. It, it's delicious. Especially the weeded bourbon. Nice. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, we were talking a little pre-production here. You wanted to give some shout-outs to some oh, people yeah. who... Uh, Got a few who, yeah. yeah, people who've given some early feedback from the podcast. Um, we've already had some great... Um, 
comments just from just from our one episode so far. So uh, I'm in a alliance in a game called Marvel Strike Force, so mobile game I've been playing for three and a half years. Uh, I think it's great. One of the, you know, we, we both love Apex because it's, it's free to play. Uh, Marvel Strike Force, just like many other mobile games, also free to play. My Alliance, Titan Warlords, these guys are awesome. Uh, G Cobra, our fearless leader, had some kind things to say. Kame Tank, uh, and also Bloodbag, uh, all listened to the podcast, had some positive things so thanks a lot guys for the support and then also my buddy nate who was an old co-worker of mine he used to stream apex he, he told me he hadn't kind of reconnected for a little bit he hadn't really been playing much apex lately he moved on to some other games i actually played some games that uh me and you uh used to play uh seven days to die uh oh, he, yes. he played that um he's also playing rocket league which i know you're a huge rocket league guy it took you forever to try and finally get me to play rocket league and uh <laughs> and i did i did enjoy the game but i think you were into it a, a little bit more than i was but uh but yeah anyway nate's nate's still out there doing his thing gaming hasn't been streaming as much i don't think but he's he's still been uh grinding it out and uh so yeah thanks for listening man awesome yeah i mean uh yeah, I I think I played with Nate a little bit, and when we're playing Seven Days of oh, Die, oh, dude, no, you we did our Thanksgiving football game. He played football with us on Thanksgiving. Oh, that's remember right. that? Yes, yes, I do remember that. Yeah, and he Nate. was he was fucking hooping, man, dude. He was dunking on us. He was like the easily the best guy on the field that day. He he was showing out. Yeah, well, I mean, athletics. Um, you know, I love watching them. I'm definitely not the uh, best in participating, but. Uh, <laughs> but yeah no i do i do remember i do remember that actually now that now that you mentioned it that was a that was actually a really fun day i uh yeah. we need to do that sometime some more oh absolutely yeah 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 so but yeah i think that he's played with us seven days to die on on ps4 if i'm not mistaken really? maybe yeah i think i think you've brought him in i think once or twice if i'm not mistaken um yeah so uh speaking of apex you mentioned apex you know Apex came out with this new season and it it is just full. I mean, there's so many comments on Reddit. If you go on Reddit, if you go on Facebook and read like articles, people are upset. I personally, I mean, my personal opinion, I kind of like some of the changes that they made. Uh, but uh, but man, it is it, it's controversial right now. There's Very. a lot of people. There are a lot of people who are upset. Um, they feel that they're not being able to uh, uh, get the rank points that they, they, they're used to getting. And, um, and, and it's basically forcing, I guess, a lot of people to change their, their play style a little bit in, in, in the rank setting. Obviously, in, in pubs, you can just fuck around and it's okay. But in ranked, I mean, that's a big deal. And, and, and people are having to, to, to change the way they play. And people aren't happy about it, Caleb. Yeah, um, I I have mixed feelings about it going into. I mean, reading the patch notes and reading uh, my my gut reaction was like I don't like it. Um, but the my main concerns was I didn't uh, I wasn't sure if D D ranking was going to be super easy or not. But I like how they made it to where you have to you have to lose points for three games in a row to D rank. So I mean, so that gives you plenty of buffer if you. Re- feel like you've plateaued and you either can't go any higher or don't want to put the time forth because real life I mean let's face it we all most of us have responsibilities jobs significant other whatever I mean people who don't have the time to know life um 
it's uh, it's a little tougher. Like you got to put a little more time forth. You got to be more efficient with your time now. Um, so it's it's definitely like if you want to succeed, you gotta you gotta do things differently now. Um, so let, yeah. let let's let's talk a little. Um, let's just make sure that we talk a little like high level. Hey, what changed? And we don't have to go into the full like change log or anything like that. But let's just talk about com- some of the key uh, components that changed this year. You mentioned it already. D ranking was probably one of the bigger ones, right? So, or or demotions, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, where uh, in the past you would get hard locked into a uh, particular rank, and, and the way Apex works, there are four divisions within a rank, and you get to the next rank up and and you're you're hard luck there at the four division you can't rank down you can't lose points if you're already at the very bottom of that division and the bottom of that rank and um and 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 so you could only go up once you got into that rank you could only go up and uh this year they or this season they introduced uh demotions to where like you said if you lose if you're at that very bottom level of that rank in that division four and you lose points three times in a row you'll get demoted to halfway down the previous rank oh that's right highest level uh uh tier right or division i should say and so you know so a lot of people are complaining people are posting screenshots like oh man, I just lost 400 points. And, and realistically, all it was doing was just adjusting you down to that halfway right. mark on that tier. Um, you know, so that was one of the changes, the motion. Um, and a couple of other changes, um, you had, you had uh, uh, the, they adjusted the point system. So not only did they increase the amount of uh, point cost, RP cost to get to play the game, but they adjusted the way the points are distributed throughout the game and respawn came out and clearly said they believe that you're losing. If you fall in the bottom uh, half of the, uh, right. of, of the session, so, right? So, so top 11 or worse, like you you did bad, like you, yeah. you did a bad job and <laughs> you deserve to lose points. Yep. So, so they, they got rid of the kill cap. So originally, um, in, in previous season, the most recent season was the kill cap was was set to seven, uh, so or, or six, right? Was it? I believe it six. was six. It was seven. I won't. They kept oscillating. It was like five, and then they increased it to six, and then seven again. And they didn't like that. They turned it back to six over the course yeah. of several seasons. So six was was the was the kill cap, meaning that you know if you got any more kills or assists after that. You doesn't didn't matter. gain, and it doesn't yeah. matter. You placement's didn't gain any addition. At that point, placement's the only way you get more. Yeah. Yes. So, so it's, yeah. So they got rid of this kill cap, and um, and basically said, "Hey, kill as many people as you want. You're gonna get point. You're gonna get RP for it. You're gonna get points for it. Or if you're assists, whatever, you're gonna get RP for it. Problem is." Sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, but I think that's that's what tripped a lot of people up. It was a bit of a bamboozle because they're like, oh, no more KP cap? Great, we can just go up balls out. I can get 10 kills, then there's no more cap. But really, there kind of is. I mean, there's you, you experience diminishing returns after, after three kills slash assists. 
you're then you're 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 getting eighty at, at uh, your fourth kill. Then you're getting eighty percent of what your first three did, and then it keeps going down from there. So you're you're essentially hard capped again at like I think it's six or seven. And then any kill after that, you're you're barely getting anything for. Like, sure, if you ball out and get like ten kills or whatever, um, you're gonna you're gonna get an, a nice chunk of points. But your placement matters. Like, you have to win. Like, you're really only gonna feel those extra bonus points if you win, which is right. much harder now. Right. And so, in in an area here, you know somebody who likes to hard drop and get all their KP up front, um, you know, it was, if you're really good and you can get a ton of kills on your first land and your hot drop, and and that was your strategy in previous seasons, um, you know, it wasn't that much of a penalty if you died because there wasn't much, it was, it was lower risk in, in previous season if you died right. because you, if you were good enough to get a ton of kills early on, it really didn't matter. But now, even if you get those crazy amount of kills early on, you're still negative until you hit that top 10 placement. And then once you're hitting that top 10 placement, that's when you start seeing that, that return. And so it kind of, it kind of changes that it, you have to change the strategy there. Um, Plus they, the fact that they, so in between rank splits, they will, drop you down one and a half tiers from where you were so if you made diamond it's going to drop you down to gold two um and then that's where you start your next split well this time around since they overhauled the system now they dropped you two and a half ranks so if you made master like i made master this past season it dropped me down and to gold too i was like wait what the hell why am i I should be in plat two and so i think that that's another big thing is it 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 greatly reshuffled like everyone so if you if you go into the lower ranks you start looking at people who some you know there's a there's a big portion of the player base who hit platinum and that's where they plateau that's where they're happy with oh i mean platinum i'm good i'm happy with they're satisfied with that that's accomplished you know, they feel accomplished doing that and that's great, but people like, you know, they got dropped all the way down to bronze. And so that's why you were experiencing at lower ranks. You had a big hodgepodge of platinum, gold, diamond, silver players, all in the matchmaking together. It was like, it was kind of chaotic and it was a lot of mismatched, um, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of skill gap so, I mean, great, it's only been two weeks, and I haven't been able to really play at all this past week with moving. Um, I'll have my new setup here in a couple of days. Just got my gaming chair in the mail. New gaming chair. You know what that oh, means. Nice. My yes. my KDR is about to shoot through the roof. Uh, that's just how it works, folks. I don't know if you <laughs> knew that, but the gaming chair is the source of your skill. Um, no, but uh, I'll, I'll have my setup, and I'll be able to... to, to to dive more in i wasn't able to i was basically just broke breaking even from playing in gold two like didn't really make a lot of progress but didn't have a lot of time to play either so played some lower ranking games on my alternate account uh you know silver lobbies are not that hard but even at that level even at those lower ranks you still had to 
play the way they want you to play. They really want you to go for placement. Like you, you can, you can get, you could be in a silver lobby, get 10 kills. If you were 11th place, you, guess what? You're not getting jack shit. Like it doesn't matter. Uh, you've got to get that placement. So before you could just burn through bronze, silver, gold. So really quickly, you didn't have to win your games. You just get like top 10 and like six KP. You're going to get like 80 points or whatever, you know, like solid. You're just going to, you're going to be making quick progress each game. But now they take that away. You really got to sit in for the long haul. You really got to be patient and get that top five, that top three. I mean, each placement tier you go higher means that much more it really wants you to it's 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 making people play like algs right um apex legends global series like the pros that's how these guys play they play really conservative they they're typically not trying to find engagements early on you it's typical you mean the second or third ring still have like 12 teams left like 13 14 teams left i mean that's how that's how like fucking gold games are playing like algs now it's not even an exaggeration so people are just it's just a system shock really i think that the people who are uh don't like it um they're just gonna have to get used to it because they're not gonna they're not gonna change they might make a few tweaks next season but they uh they're not gonna drastically overhaul it again like this for a while so once one more time a few more weeks go by people the the tiers shake out you know you got you got some of the pros right now are in diamond like shiv asu those guys the streamers the big names uh they solo queue or like at least of course shiv solo queues diamond to to whatever the hell he wants to do um the more those guys get higher the more the people reach their more natural because people's natural plateau is different now or you or I, like you usually have about enough time to reach diamond most seasons, you know, with your lifestyle, your, the amount of times you play, uh, me too. I'm usually more of a diamond guy. There's two seasons I made master just that. And that was simply just due to the fact that I was able to find the time to do that. It's literally it. I just had to carve that out of the, that dedication, that, that time, but a lot, not everyone has that. So, uh, we're just going to have to see how it shakes out in due time. It's still early in the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, for one, I, I agree. You know, Respawn really made it clear. They said, hey, you know, you're, you've lost if, you're, if you finish bottom 10. And, and I think that's a hard line, so I agree with you. I don't think there's going to be additional um, crazy changes, even with the amount of pushback from a lot of the people that are screaming right now. Because at the end of the day, they, need to, they needed to define, you know, what they feel you know, a skill in, in this game. Right. They needed to draw the line and say, here's here's our envision of how you're determined to be good. And 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 it can't just be kills. It has to be a mixture because it is a battle royale game. You know, the, the, yeah. the, the purpose and the goal of the game is to win, is to be the last surviving team in the yeah. game. And they want to, they're, they're making people play that way. Yes. Which I don't necessarily disagree with. I think it's going to be. So, another thing that a lot, a lot of reason people wanted demotion, uh, de ranking is because they wanted more serious teammates uh, when they're solo queuing. Because if yes. you, if you, if you're, if you're in diamond, maybe you're trying to push to master, but you're solo queuing 
you don't want to get you don't want to get teamed up with people who have reached their plateau and they don't care. They're just they're just playing just to play, just to whatever. Like they're not playing serious because they know they're not getting master. You don't want that. So now with demotion, you're getting people who are more serious and at least at the lower ranks. From I found, I actually was getting better teammates. Uh, was my experience playing in the low in the silver and bronze lobbies uh, on my other account. Uh, I was getting better teammates, more people using microphones, more people playing for placement instead of lone wolfing. That was just me. I'm not saying that's this that's the uh, experience everyone's having, but I feel like early first impressions, I think it's going in the right direction. Yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I'd, I'd have to say that I, I have not had that uh, great experience that you've had. Um, now, I did get uh, I did get uh, in, in the reset. I, I got dropped into silver. And so um, probably a different level of, of skill, because not only that, you know, the matchmaking's kind of been wonky a little bit. I've been I've been getting paired a lot with. Uh, oh yeah, bronze, and then even this. So another change they added this rookie tier, which I guess I was confused about originally. I thought this rookie tier was meant for newer players. I didn't know that you could get reset into the rookie class. Oh, you can. Rookie tier, yes. So they were they were players. I just kept on getting placed with rookie. I thought rookie that was players. for. I thought rookie was for people who've never played ranked before. See, that's what I thought too. But you know, like I had a, I, I, I had a teammate, a couple of teammates who were level five hundred. So, th- so the idea that they've never played rank before and they're level five hundred and they're just now starting it, th- something doesn't feel right about yeah. that. So, well, also, even if it was true, though, it, uh, if anything, it creates a more environment for people to want to smurf more because yeah. if you, if you can only get into rookie being a fresh account is going to encourage people to create more fresh accounts which that's like a whole nother thing i know we didn't have this in our outline to talk about smurfing but um i I, we could talk about it i don't know um because we both have smurf accounts but we have various reasons for doing so yeah yeah i mean we don't we don't abuse it probably like some people do and and but i mean yeah i mean we could we can jump into that obviously uh in in a second here i just want to wrap up the thought on on ranked here um it's tough i mean it, it it's it is it just in that first week i mean usually ranked in the first week is always tough yeah I, but i did notice i mean it, it it it's so heavily dependent on communication i did notice and and and, and by the way yeah. i'm not i don't want to shit on xbox players because it's not my intention because I understand that there is a mic communication uh, issue mm-hmm. with the game right now and Xbox players. So I'm not going to rag on Xbox players too much, but it, I keep getting paired with people who don't communicate or don't use a mic or they're in their own parties. And again, like I said, it, you know, Xbox players, you guys are excused. That's a, that's an apex legends issue that they should have resolved before this uh, ranked episode came out or this ranked season came out because communication is my point is communication is just so key in this particular uh rank season um pinging are, is is just not enough i i you know you know, it's important to be able to you know call out strategies and, and, and kind of develop the strategy at the beginning say hey listen you know let's play the outer edge let's uh take fights that we know we can win 
Let's not get in situations where we're going to get third partied. Um, you know, and 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 we this is well, the long it's, game. It's all it's it's not even about the third party anymore. It's about putting yourself in a situation like even putting yourself in a clean one v one. Is that worth the risk? It's not. Yeah, like that. See, to me that used to be more of my mantra especially like both times i hit master both of them were on king's canyon which is my favorite map uh and then jd also our our third friend who we play a lot of apex with uh, me and his play style is pretty similar aggressive and we love king's canyon for that because it's small and you can get in and out of engagement engagements quickly and get high kill games high rp games um but uh now it doesn't matter um you you just even like so so if we saw early before if we saw an opportunity for a 1v1 like i mean when by 1v1 i mean a 3v3 like a a clean fight without other teams involved we jump all over that hell yeah because we have the confidence we think we're going to win that fight and if we happen to not win that fight it's not a big deal but now if we if rng or luck or skill or whatever factors come into play to make us not win that fight it's not worth the risk of losing anymore it's just not worth the risk of losing you you got to make decisions to give yourself that better placement ideally you want top five I mean, that's like you, you don't before you'd settle for like top eight, whatever. I mean, if you got if you had KP, you're you're still gonna feel okay about that game, but now you gotta have top five, top three, top two. You want to win. I mean, it's so much. It, it's a numbers game. You, you got to make the right choices to 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 consistently get better placement. That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, and 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 also. Uh... You know, one thing that I'm I'm just not a big fan of is uh, the f- the first uh, split is is on Stormpoint, which in itself it's already huge. Um, so I mean, you're not really if you're if you're not hot dropping, you may not see a team anyway until some of the final circles. Uh, what one yeah. thing that I've noticed, um, and so you know my the way that uh, so I, I climbed into I'm in gold now. Um, which is a little difficult, but I got a, I, I ended up had a couple of buddies I was playing with and, uh, we, we all grinded together. And one thing that we did, I mean, we just, Hey, let's concentrate on, on getting, getting looted up, you know, and, and really, really feel comfortable with our loadout. And then we will just rotate around and, and take a, take a fight if we, we need to take a fight, but yeah. really just focus on take, getting that placement. You know, well, even when me and you like we we haven't been able to play a ton together, but that first week we played a little bit. The first day was the worst. First day was brutal. We were we were yeah. right in there with gold too. Uh, even though you were in silver, I I was in gold too. So we were queued into my lobbies, and even with JD, who who uh, we, our third teammate, who was really skilled at the game, we were still breaking even. Like we were just getting yeah. we we weren't like getting trounced. We weren't like losing points hand over fist, but we were just we weren't gaining anything either. But later on in the week we played like it was at least one or two sessions we played when you got to gold. We played like two or three games into gold and we were making good progress because we were just playing ultra conservative. I mean that's yeah. what you gotta do. Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, I mean you you gotta be you gotta uh put the brake on the aggro and you need to 
oh, really yeah. focus. Yeah, just focus on your loadout. Focus on position. Don't get caught outside the ring. And then where you, you know, nothing is worse than being running from the ring and then also running into another team where now you got to focus on both. Um, you know, just focus on your placement. I, you know, you and I were playing a little bit outer circle, right? And and um, we found ourselves, you know, getting into great 1v1 matchups and, and, you know, winning those. I mean, that's obviously key is winning your matchups, but you don't need to. But that was more it's, or less like we came, it's like we were only fighting if we had to. Like, yeah, there's plenty of times where it's like the, the ultimate bait is the temptation to third party that's that's yeah. what the biggest downfall for a lot of this is if you're running along you're rotating and you hear two other teams or three or however many other teams fighting in the distance in apex for the whole three years that's like sends the signals off like oh we got to go third party that like we got to go third party that now you have to crush that instinct it's, it's turned that instinct to go third party on its head now you have to quell that desire to opt to to before it's it was totally worth the risk the the reward to go in there and try and be a third party now it's like you hear them fighting like nah i'm good i'm gonna keep rotating and get to the next get to the green ring and just go set up shop somewhere with rampart or newcastle or by the way yeah it was another thing last episode we talked about newcastle i played with them a little bit you played with them a little bit um not quite as uh super amazing as a, maybe I thought not that I thought he was going to be super amazing. Um, I guess maybe basically the bottom line is I think he's viable um, without spending too much time. I think we need to move on from, from this topic in general, but uh, impressions of Newcastle, he's viable. He's not better than Jibby. I thought maybe he would be a, uh, I thought maybe he would be a, a substitute for Gibraltar, but Jibby is, I think Jibby still has the edge there mainly because of that, uh, that dome of his, it just gives you a complete protection. Like I was noticing, uh, there's a few times where I was getting grenade spammed. I was kind of like stuck where I was, didn't want to advance, didn't want to retreat either. The team, the enemy team is like tossing grenades up at me and I'm like, use, I'm Newcastle and I'm tossing his tactical and that doesn't do diddly squat versus grenade spam. Uh, so, but whereas Gibraltar, I would have just been right as rain. I would have just been, uh, tossed my domes, weather the storm. Now they're out of grenades, bam, I'm good. So, um, he, and then also there was another really good uh, match and gold, a really good play. Uh, our teammate got knocked, right? I was jibby. Um, I was able to toss my ult bombardment, which cut off the enemy's advance. They could not push anymore because that would be suicide so i was able to toss jibby bombardment i was able to toss dome on the teammate get them quick revived get them they were able to heal up under the dome got us back in the fight and we completely reversed that situation and the first thing i said when we did that i was like yeah well fucking newcastle can't do that shit so um there is some there's there's just other things he does good but it's he's yeah. de- he's he's not a substitute for Jibby at the end of the day. I think Jibby still takes the cake at high high end. Ranks. No, abs- no, no, absolutely not. I mean, and and I'll say, I mean, you know, I'm Newcastle. I think was I think is still a viable character, like you said, viable legend. And um, you know, you might even be able to see some instances where um, you have Jibby and Newcastle kind of pairing it up in the team. You know, yeah. like you know, and. Um, 
I, I still, I'm, uh, you know, I'm playing Valk. I still think that she, especially in Stormpoint, I mean. With, oh, with, she's a must have. Yeah. If you you're know, playing no, no jump towers, you know, like you got, you, you know, it, it, her, her ult is just too powerful in, in, in a, in a map with no jump towers to be able to rotate around. One thing though, um, I definitely, because Rampart was heavily buffed, like Rampart got, yeah huge buff this season and i'd like to play uh with her a little more next once i get my setup up and going in the next couple days start diving back into ranked um i definitely want to give her a try i gave newcastle a shot uh and at the end of the day so by the way last season i grinded to master maining gibraltar so i uh pathfinder is my favorite character i mained him for mo the majority of the seasons with the exception of few like i i used bloodhound for one season i used wraith for one season uh you know I i'll kind of just kind of shift with the meta here and there pathfinder is my favorite but at the end of the day um gibraltar just brought more to the team Especially if you're playing with Valkyrie. Like Gibraltar Valkyrie, that's like there's almost like they're must haves. Yeah. If you're um so 100%. But with Rampart though, so I guess they're like uh they made it to where her Sheila or minigun charges up faster, so you can be more aggressive with that. Her walls, you can deball her walls faster, uh, which is huge. And they have higher HP before you could just like shoot her wall while it was being assembled. It blew up in like one or two shots. Now has 150 HP. It kind of got the caustic treatment right. They gave his barrels an HP a couple seasons ago. So it takes like a basically it takes a whole mag to shoot them down. Um, same with rampart walls. Yeah, yeah, no, totally agreed. I think that rampart is viable. Surprisingly, not seeing too many people playing her, and which is boggling to me. I mean, I'm seeing some, but. I still think that she needs to uh, she needs to be in the in, in the conversation for you know uh, a meta squad. I mean, she like I think that and and I'd love to hear your thoughts maybe this week after you start playing with her a little bit. Oh yeah, I do, you know I do think that she's viable. Um, you know I'd love to see her. I think I think you know maybe a map less spread. I mean, although her I mean her shields help out a lot with with giving cover. I'd be curious to see, you know, with a map in a map with a lot more, you know, buildings, you know, like maybe like a world's edge or something like that, how, yeah. how she fares as well, because then you can really clunk her down if you need to in a circle and good luck trying to get into any building that you're in uh, yeah. with, 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 with her equipment. So um, love to see that. Yeah. Let, let's um, yeah, let's go ahead um, and move on from this topic. Um, you know, but Final thoughts. I mean, my, I'll, I'll, I'll say my final thoughts with Apex right now in this season is at the end of the day, you're going to, if you're playing ranked, it's going to be a conservative play at this point. Uh, but I do think, you know, with, with Respawn really just putting the line in the sand saying, hey, this is what we believe is the proper way to rank up, or this is how we determine skill um, in ranked. I think that's helpful. I think there's no more confusing messages. I think that, you know, yeah, you're going to have your your bald wraiths that are going to still want to uh, hot drop or whatever. But I think at the most part, I mean, you know, Respawn drew the line in the sand and this is what it is. So I like it. I, I, I think that, you know, I've always been a uh, play to win the round, not play to get as many kills as possible. I mean, you can they can coexist. 
but you know, at the end of the day, I really enjoy winning. I really like getting that champion oh, yeah. badge, right? And and you know, I, I I like it personally. I think I think it's a it's a it's a good line in the sand. So I, I think it's just a rough start with that that two and a half tier demotion was a really rough reset. Um, I, after the, I think the second split after a couple weeks after the second split i think the environment's is going to be much better especially because it's going to be on storm point i mean not storm point uh, world's edge i think that's going to be a huge breath of fresh air for one even though i like king's canyon a lot a lot of the player base did not like it but uh another thing almost no one likes storm point like yeah. everyone complains about storm point You'll get a you'll get a few outliers for unpopular maps like Kings Canyon. There'll be people like me who will talk out and say they like it or whatever for this or that reason. There's almost no good thing on Reddit or anything. There's almost no good words to be said about Storm Point. So that's just it, things are just going to get better in general when we're not forced to play that map. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I think it was a pretty bad uh, um, map to start with these new changes. I kind of wish they would have cho- chosen a different one, but um, you know, we'll, we'll see on the second split, um, you know, things might get better. And, um, but either way, I think, I think this is a good pro and this, this is a good progress for, for ranked apex. All right. So let's go ahead and take a break, Caleb. Uh, when we get back on the other side, man, we're going to talk a little mobile gaming, um, something that you, you are really big in. Um, and I, I dabbled a little bit in it and I probably should get more into it. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about all that on the other side. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. And welcome back. All right. So we just had a really nice conversation about the new apex season and obviously that'll be a little, uh, ongoing throughout this podcast just because that's our main game. But we want to uh, jump course here, talk a little bit about mobile gaming. Um, you know, the popularity of mobile gaming. I mean, you, you go off. I mean, you're seeing ads now. Like people are actually like Clash, what, Clash of Clans, right? That's a big yeah. one. You, oh, yeah. You, you, Still you're, big. You, you see them advertising on like sporting. Like, you know, you're watching NFL and Clash of Clans is, is advertising. Yeah. So obviously mobile gaming is, is is uh, uh is growing um and a, a, as our phone devices get a lot better you know mobile gaming will advance as well um i've dabbled in it a little bit i've played a couple of games here or there i travel a lot for work and so you would think that uh that i would be more into mobile gaming but i haven't gotten into it too much but i know caleb you have you and and you you play one game right that yeah. in particular so my uh my I've I've tried tons like dozens of different mobile games because they're all free like they've created that pretty brilliant free to play model of free to download the game and play it and they make their money based off of microtransactions whether it be cosmetics whether it be pay to win you know so a lot of these games you spend money and get a competitive advantage by doing so um and uh the game that really stuck with me over the years uh was marvel strike force um it's a hero collector rpg and um i've been playing it for three and a half years and for uh, like if you're a fan of the ip like marvel and the cinematic universe and all that i mean this is the best game 
in my opinion. I've tried. There's uh, other games out there like Contest of Champions, it's which is like a fighting game. Um, there's others. There's like puzzle, like match three RPGs. There's there's like other ones out there that are like beat 'em up you know brawler type games there's an mmo out there i mean I, i've tried all of them to me this is the only this 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 has the best uh content for me um it it, is, it actually is pay to win because <laughs> uh, you can there's certainly whales that will spend thousands i mean thousands of dollars on this game but I like it because it's very, in my opinion, it's free to play friendly. That's that's what, what a big thing is with these games. Is it free to play friendly? Um, if you, a lot of the events and things that come out, um, like new characters released, uh, a lot of games will have a gotcha system, right? You spend money and it's like a roulette. It's like a gambling type thing. You have like a like a one percent chance to get a legendary like super good character and you just if you're unlucky you just got to spend all kinds of money uh and just force the odds in your favor to get that character you want well marvel strike force isn't like that when they release characters it's not gotcha that might be one of the biggest three because there have been gotcha games in the past that i've played which i liked um there was a final fantasy game brave Exvius. i played for more than I probably played that for like two years or so. That was really good, but it had a good free to play friendly system, and some gotchas do. Um, but anyway, uh, the Marvel Strike Force, when new characters come out, they're usually tied to an event that uh, just by playing the game, you put forth the grind, the time, the effort, and you'll be able to unlock that character free if you put forth the time. And spending money will basically allow you to unlock that character quicker. Um, there's some pretty crazy microtransactions though. Like when a new character comes out, if you want to unlock that character day one, they're available. You pay fifty dollars, fifty dollars, wow. and this game has over two hundred characters, mind you. Wow! And and they're they're releasing new characters. I think it's like I think it's on pace for like a new character like every two weeks, something like that. Like it's it's pretty. They're they're doing they're pumping it out a lot. So. Um, I've always been like a light spender in this game. Sometimes they'll have some some night some nice little offers for like five dollars, which gives you like a lot of stuff, um, power cores or whatever um, character shards. Uh, but usually that's really rare. Usually their offers are like insanely expensive to where the average person would not make any. Especially like fifty dollars, you can buy you can damn near buy a triple A game for that. Yeah. You know, so it's like you can buy one character in this mobile game or you can buy a whole new triple A video. You can go buy the Guardians of Galaxy video game if you want for that money. You know, uh, really good, highly rated game. Um, so anyways, uh, the guys I shout out earlier in my alliance um, for that game. Um, really great. I highly if you like Marvel, if you like RPGs, give it a shot. Um Another thing, obviously, we're big into Apex. So uh, the big news with Apex Mobile is Apex Mobile just came out. Um, uh, not even a, has it been a week. Might might it's not have been, been almost a week. Almost a week. Yes. Um, I was really excited for this. Uh, I haven't been able to play it. Obviously, I've been really busy. I haven't been able to play much games in general this past week, but I have been able to play several games with Apex Mobile. Let me tell you what: Apex Mobile is extremely exciting. 
this is uh it doesn't seem like it should be true but it's a more complicated more complex game than the main game the you know the way in apex legends a character a legends kit will basically have three elements to it it's going to have a passive the legend's going to have a passive ability they're going to have a tactical ability and they're going to have an ultimate ability um Apex Mobile takes it a step farther with kind of a, they've got a talent tree system um, with perks that you can assign to enhance and customize their kits. Um, so uh, using Pathfinder as an example, he's my favorite legend. Um, he's, a lot of people have expressed that he needs a buff in the main game, like the Apex Legends, like console and PC. Um, but the devs have not done so because his pick rate is high. A lot of people are still choosing Pathfinder. And the people that are playing him are, are succeeding. They're doing really well. They're winning lots of games. They're getting lots of kills and damage. So on paper, he doesn't need a buff. But uh, with Apex Mobile, you have a clean slate, right? You got a whole new uh, base of people who are playing this game. You got a new audience, essentially. So when it comes to legend pick rate and win rate, it's all a fresh, clean slate because you got all new people. You're going to have some crossover with people. Like there's going to be certainly going to be some players like me uh, who are who play the main game and we're also excited to play mobile. But um, there's a whole nother audience out there who never played Apex PC and maybe they're going to try out mobile. So. What they do is uh, you, you get your legend, Pathfinder, again, as an example, you kind of level him up. He's got these perks. Uh, what one, and I didn't even know this was in the game until I started playing. I was like, what? You can do what? He he can, uh, the zip lines that he shoots, him and his squad move faster on those zip lines. And so that's in addition to his his kit. Um, and that's like huge because it, it's so a lot of times it can be really if you have good aim, if you're used to playing the game a lot, it can be pretty easy to beam people off of zip lines. So the fact that you get your squad moves faster on them is make you a lot harder targets. You're going to be safer when you're traveling across the sure. zip lines. Um, he gets uh, a few other things. One of his other perks later on in his tree, uh, you got um there's one called interrogator, right? So using your finisher reveals the location of your enemy squad on the mini map. So there may, he's a recon legend, which other recon legends like bloodhound crypto, you know, they have like these scanning abilities, but pathfinder doesn't have anything like that. This kind of makes him more into that recon niche. You're right. actually, you're actually scanning people on your map. There's another one that's is really cool. And it's like, uh, why would something like this, there's no reason for this not to be in there, but uh, friend reunion. Pathfinder can use his grapple to pull down squad mates into him and revive them more quickly. So he's got, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost like a Jibby dome. Like if, when Jibby's reviving people inside his dome, he's reviving them quicker. This kind of gives Pathfinder that. Also, he can grab them up and, and you can, playing around with this a little bit, like I was up. I was on a, like a two-story building and I had a teammate who was downed below me. I grappled him up to me, up to the floor I was on to safety and got him up. And it was just so cool. I mean, it's like, to me, that's not really super overpowered or game-breaking or like, it's just like fun. It's just like another element which makes it fun. Um, and each legend has stuff like that. Again, there's another one that he's got. You can uh, you can use this perk, uh, grapple enthusiast. Scanning a survey beacon 
permanently reduces the cooldown of grappling hook. I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. So yeah. you just you see, I don't know what that specific number is. Like it might only be like one or two seconds. I'm guessing it's more than that. That's pretty broken. But I don't actually have that one unlocked yet, so I haven't tested it for myself. But each legend has their own little talents like this, which are super fun, super engaging. Um, Lifeline, you, you can shoot fresh life into someone like Lifeline, who they're that legend is completely dead on the main game. Like she, especially with Newcastle basically killed her no one's picking lifeline she's underpowered there's other legends like mirage newcastle gibraltar they all do her job better than her but you give her this uh perk system this talent tree where you can kind of add you can buffer her abilities and all of a sudden she's more viable for one her base kit in this game has that revive shield right she used to have that seasons ago they took it away uh, I don't know. I guess they thought it was too overpowered when she's reviving people with her drone. She has that shield, which protects them. Yeah. Well, well she has that as part of her base kit in this game, uh, which it's like, it's like, why not? She might as well have that at this point. Um, uh, one of her perks, Invigoration, reviving a squad mate restores an additional 25 health for the both of you. So she heals them and herself uh, when during a revive. This one I like. It's called Smart Surgery. Uh, the doc her drone uh, it follows the first target she heals but will disengage if she is damaged out of range or done healing so you you don't just have to stand in place while you're being healed like the drone will follow you and heal you while you walk around um which is super cool uh, victor spoils gain a better hop up for one of your weapons after using a finisher so she's kind of that's kind of one of her niches of her kit is she gears up the squad with her care package, right? You summon a care package, you got better armor, you got better attachments. Like she up, it's like smart loot. She was one of the, the first iterations of smart loot in this game was her care package. It knows what your squad needs to improve. What your squad needs, yeah. Yeah, so this kind of uh, adds on to that niche. You know, when she finishes someone, she gets a hop-up that she needs from her gun and just puts that into her kit. I mean, that's cool because how, how often are you like, oh man, like... I'm randomly using the bow. I don't really use this all that often. I want to use it now, but I'll, now I can't find a dead eye tempo. Like fuck me, right? You'll find all the dead eye tempos in the world when you're not using the bow. But when you pick but up a bow, need... exactly. So I think yeah. this is cool. This will eliminate that kind of RNG frustration, and it also yeah. plays into the strength of her kit. Yeah, I mean, I think overall, I mean, you know. The and, and now mobile is very separate from the the main game world, and they're experimenting with different things. But it's isn't it? Doesn't it almost feel like they just scraped Reddit? And, and oh, hundred percent. They absolutely <laughs> well, did because quality of life. Bam! I can just go straight into that. Uh, so the firing range. You know, when that came out, when Apex first came out, it didn't have a firing range. Um, or at least it didn't have all the features that it does now. Um, we wanted, okay, one of the earliest requests we can remember was people wanted all the unlegend, all the legends to be unlocked so you can use them in the firing range without having to yeah. like pay currency or whatever. Like, why not? You might as well. You're not using them competitively. You're not. You still have to unlock them if you actually want to use them in game. Why not let you test them out in the firing range? Yeah. In mobile, you can do that. Yeah, especially if you're a new player. I mean, obviously, um, for you and me who's started 
you know, three years ago, we have so many of the, what are the respawn coins? Yeah, and, that currency but, that we have, yeah. Yeah, but but like for, for newer players trying to get on, they have to choose. I mean, you're, you're, every 12,000 right. currency is when you can unlock a new legend. Legend, you, you have to figure out what, what legend do I want to unlock? And if you can't play it, how do you know you're going to use them? So right. 100%, I mean, it, it seems to make sense. Apex Mobile, I think, is taking some really great um, paths. Uh, and and hopefully, you know, Respawn kind of takes some some stuff out of that playbook and, and implements it into the main game. I, I really hope so. I mean, especially the quality oh, that, of life. I mean, easily, just, just look at the firing engine alone. If they don't implement this stuff, it doesn't make any sense. You got unlimited ammo. You pick a gun right off the rack in the firing range. It has unlimited ammo. Like, hello, yeah. why the fuck not? In the in the main game, you gotta you gotta keep manually picking up ammo off the ground. It's like, yeah, what what if you just want it? Sometimes you just want to dump two thousand rounds into a dummy to practice your headshots or whatever the fuck. Like, you, why does you have to break up your training session to go pick up ammo? Uh, yeah. Again, we've been asking for this for actually years. Why do we not yeah. have infinite ammo? Apex Mobile is like, hold my beer. You want unlimited ammo? Here you go. Um, it's also really cool because you know they have a, an exclusive uh, legend um, called Fade. Uh, he's he's being released first in mobile. Um, they they haven't exactly said that uh, they have any plans to introduce any of these mobile guys. There's going to be more mobile exclusive legends. Um, will they see? Uh, life of day in the main game probably not but they haven't shut the door on that either but fade is really cool he's the first mobile exclusive uh he's kind of similar to like a wraith in the way you know how wraith phases into the void and she can run around she's invulnerable for a few seconds fade does that but he goes into the void but it, it takes him back in time by i think it's about three seconds so it takes you back to the point where you're standing three seconds ago so I don't. I think it's not quite as strong as Wraith because when Wraith, when you punch it, you can, you can just go anywhere you want to. But with Fade, you're locked to going backwards. Um, but his ultimate is really interesting. He essentially has a void grenade. Uh, he throws like a grenade type thing, and every legend caught in the blast, like enemy, friend, or foe, goes into that void. That same kind of Wraith void, which makes them they can't take damage they can't deal damage either so immediately it seems like more of a defensive ability uh you can use it like if you're getting shot focus fired chase down you can toss it down just to save your own skin or you if if your teammates getting chased down if your teammates in trouble you can throw it on them and peel yeah, them so out of danger as well yeah yeah um really interesting his, his talent tree i don't have it in front of me right now but i'm sure i think one of the things was he when he when he uses his tactical he heals a certain amount of shields. I don't know, just just kind of. There's a lot of little nifty little utility stuff like that. Yeah. Like I like I do remember in Octane's kit, he had a perk where uh, he pops a syringe and it heals him for like an extra ten health points. Something like you know, just like it's, it's like a fun little perk that it's not game breaking, but it's just nice little utility. Um, it just increases your engagement. Also. Being a mobile game, these games play off of your like you know uh, endorphins. They give you all these little 
all these little red dots to click on and you're un- constantly unlocking new uh, achievements like get X amount of kills with this legend or X amount of assists. You click on that, you get more in-game currency. They're always kind of like, that's a big staple with mobile games is they're, they're constantly rewarding you with little tiny little nickel and dime rewards. Sure. And uh, this has all the trappings of, of mobile games in that sense, which I don't think is a good or a bad thing. It's just it is what it is. You know, it's fun. Yeah. Sure. Like I, I like getting constantly fed a bunch of free rewards for playing. So it, it makes it fun. Also, while we're, while we're talking games, it's got 6v6 team deathmatch like right out the box. Like, why not? Like, why the fuck yeah. not? And it's fun. They're quick. You know, like, they're little, like, three, maybe five-minute matches, which I was able to rip off at work during a break. Um, you know, like, whereas a full Battle Royale game, maybe I didn't have enough time to play a full BR game. But, yeah, I've, got, but I've got five minutes to play Team Deathmatch real quick. You yeah, know, so you're like, going to jump in there and in and out, right? And, yeah. Yeah. And it's it, like, why the fuck would you not, like... There's all of these little things that is just no brainers. Why would they not have this in the main game? You know. Yeah, it it, it it's definitely frustrating. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna check out uh, uh Apex Mobile a little bit more this week. I I I just really haven't had a lot of time to dive into it, but I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's um really solid path. And like I said, respawn. You know, look look what makes people happy. Yeah. You know, I understand that it is hard to balance a game, especially a game like Apex. Just wrapping up on uh, on that there, um, playing Apex Mobile feels like playing the main game. It's very satisfying. Like when you shoot the gun, like when you shoot a R301, it feels like the bullets, the sound effects, the recoil. It feels like the R301. You shoot a flatline, it feels like the flatline. Uh, all the sound effects, the voice lines, everything there, it, it, had, it really captures the exact feel of the original game now the controls the mobile touch controls are hard to get used to but they're good like they're they're good they're functional once you get once you get used to it you're moving around quickly you know mobility has always been a staple of apex you're doing all the slide jumping you're doing all the parkour if you're using a mobile legend like pathfinder you're grappling on the buildings, you're swinging around. All of this shit from the main game is in this. It's kind of crazy, actually, how detailed it is. So it's it's essentially Apex PC Console Plus. They just they yeah. packed that into a mobile game and made it better. It's it's just the only thing that's holding it back is the hardware. You you, you if you want it to like you you can make it look like your PC game. You could if you have a good enough mobile phone like a high-end tablet or gaming device the graphics look basically the same as console which is pretty wild but you need you need a fancy device to pull that off well kudos uh to the guys over um i forget the studio name who made the uh apex mobile but kudos to them for for actually like coming out with with, you know looking at the feedback and, and kind of coming up with a creative way to make uh to reinvent apex um you know, oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, it, it just sound it just sounds so much fun, and and it's some of the things that we've been asking for for a while. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and also looking forward to playing a little bit while I'm on on a work trip. So I mean, you know, I don't have, I can still get my Apex fix. So I'm excited about that. Um, all right, so I want to jump in because we got still got two more topics left, and I I really want to jump into this Battlefield saga. Okay, so battlefield right 
what in the actual fuck is EA Dice doing? Like, seriously, what are what the fuck are they doing? So, um, you know, about about 11 days ago, uh, uh, Polygon and a few other of of the gaming industry news uh, sites kind of broke the story, too. But but EA, you know, made an announcement to their investors meeting. You know, they're 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 rethinking Battlefield from the ground up. Why the fuck are we releasing a damn game? You know, a, a successful franchise. That's just utter shit. Like, you know, how did they not test this? Like, I, I just don't get where where EA is coming from here. Um, you know, so you and I played Battlefield. I mean, we, we, we started out playing Battlefield 2. You know, we right. didn't play 1942. We played Battlefield 2. And, you know, we were hooked. I mean, it, 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 yeah, the, the, the field. Yes, we played so much. You know, one one of the coolest pieces of Battlefield 2 at the time, I mean, 64-player game, uh, you know, game modes um, in Conquest. Um, not only that, and you and I, I think, stuck to 32 uh, players just because of performance issues. Mm-hmm. But, you know, coolest part about it was, you know, you had vehicles, you had jets, you had, I mean, it was just, you know, it felt like all at war in a sense, right? You right. Know, you, you'd have different strategies. Go out, go roll in with a tank, go roll in with a, you know, help. APC. You know, yeah, APC and, and dump a bunch of your, your, your teammates into an area. Um, you know, the, it had a commander mode. So if yeah. you were a commander, that was you know, so cool. yeah, you would sit back in a sense. And, and, and if you were the right commander and you would be looking at a mini map and you'd be deploying UAVs and deploying yeah. artillery strikes and, and the commander was essentially playing a different game, right? Yeah. Most everyone else was like, they're in their squads was like four or five people squads and they're out. They're trying to capture objectives um, well, the commander, he's not in a squad, he's his own thing and he's watching the over map and yeah, and you're, you're seeing the deployment of all your squads. You could, you could give your squads command, like squad C, go attack this objective, squad A, go attack, the, go help them attacking that objective. You could drop them. You could see where they're at on that. You could drop them supplies. They get like a yeah. care package of like ammo or whatever they needed healing. Uh, you could drop if they the squad members could request an airstrike from the commander. They're like yes. we need we need an airstrike at this area. There's tanks, there's armored vehicles over here. We need an airstrike. The commander could see that request and they could grant that request. I mean, it was just so fucking cool. It was so yeah. fun. It was so much fun. Even, and they had the technology back then. I mean, they had voice over IP, so squad leaders can talk to their squad and only their squad, or the squad leaders can talk to the commander. And and vice versa, commander can actually individually talk to each squad, and mm-hmm. yeah. just all through voice. And and it, it it was it was such a great game. And you know, a lot of people shit on twenty one forty two. That was actually one of my favorite iterations of Battlefield. Um, it just had some unique play modes. I really enjoyed it, but it still kept this core, this core Battlefield game from nineteen forty two to two to 2142 battlefield three came out several years later there there was some you know i i had my own opinions about battlefield three they uh yeah they didn't they didn't have commander i think for one which was kind of crazy um a few things but but they still kept the core and the essence battlefield four came out 
brought the commander role back, but via tablet. So you can be a commander anywhere in the, you don't have to be in the game, which was kind of weird. I, it was its own separate mobile game mode to be a commander in an actual match. Like it was, it was, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but for the most part though, um, you know, it kept this core style of gameplay and then, you know, you started, then the most recent years started happening and, 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 you know, battlefield one came out, which, you know, they took away some of this, these core f- features. Uh, yeah, they you keep know. stripping away at what worked. Yeah. Like, why? What's the point of that? And and, and now we, we roll into 2042, and it looked cool on paper. I knew it was not going to be cool. As soon as they announced that they're going to do these special operators, so it's basically like they're basically copying Apex in a sense. You know, this operator had a unique ability, uh, very similar to Apex in a sense, and and you would pick these operators to play as and it just it just completely in my opinion it, i didn't even buy 2142 because i was not interested in dumbing down or, or completely changing the core play style of plus Battle early Battle. reviews were just bad in general there was no right, hype there's no hype at all around it no positive feedback no no i mean it, it battlefield 21 2042 after all the beta feedback saying, hey, this is all bad stuff, they decide to release it anyway. Bug, like, riddled. Um, it was unplayable. Um, in the news this week, they had to, in one of the game modes, they actually had to strip, a hun- they, they brought it up to 128 players, and they had to actually strip it down because it, the, the performance issues of the game couldn't handle all those players. Jeez, um, yeah. You know... They they just a couple months ago launched in-game voice chat, which is wild to me since the game came out, <laughs> like, I think, in like, like November, <laughs> you know, so, you know, like these little things, you know, this game and, and the, the big one of the biggest complaints about the operators, they all look the same. So, you know, you had all these operators on your own team yeah. that looked the same. And, and then and then apparently on the other side, too. They look the same, and, and it just—it was too confusing. Yeah, right? too it was hard too to confusing. distinguish friend from foe. Like how, yeah. like that's such a basic competitive concept. If you're not able to easily distinguish friend from foe, like what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, it's just, it, it's it a just... lot of questionable choices. So anyway, so eleven days ago, you know, they 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 Polygon releases this article, and again, like I said, other other news sources also released something very similar. But they talked about how they brought on. Uh, Vince Sempella, who's uh, you know head, of, who used to be the head of Respawn, and uh, actually I didn't even know this, but he also founded Infinity Ward. I didn't even know. Oh, right on. Um, but uh, they brought him on board, and what they want to do is they're going to use this um, Vince Sempella Respawn model to get the get to the fun as quickly as possible so they're basically rebuilding the game and they're using him as a hey help us rebuild the game make it as fun as possible but i'm I, my whole thing is and i'll end it right here because we are we are running a little bit out of time i do want to talk about nfl um is why do games sometimes do this why cannot like, you have you have your audience you have your core why why alienate your core to to just completely go off script with your franchise. You know, I gave Battlefield Hardline. Do you you remember that game that came out, Battlefield Hardline? (laughs) Barely. I mean, it was about basically cops and robbers in a sense, right? And it was 
cool concept on paper. It failed miserably. They added the Battlefield name just because the Battlefield was such a strong name. Mm -hmm. But it was pretty understood that these are this is like a separation from the Battlefield franchise. This is going to be, you know, the hardline is kind of its own separate thing. I'll give them a pass if they want to use Battlefield as a, like a, a draw and name, but made sure that they're clear that Hardline is a different type of game. Totally fine. But when you stamp 2042, which is a, a the type, this, this, the naming concept that you've used pretty much, yeah. uh, you know, your, your entire regular franchise, um, that means that I'm going to get this core game style that I've always loved and enjoyed you want to add new innovative features to it fantastic but if you're gonna slap you know something completely different in front of in front of your core audience and then not understand why it's not doing well you know or why people gave it such a shit review during beta you know then you need to revisit your own damn franchise you need to go back to the drawing board and be like you know and look at yourself in the mirror and say, can I release a good game in the future period? Because it was so hard to screw up that core game style that Battlefield brought to. Because there's so many iterations, there's so many years that they've been doing the same core play mm -hmm. style. How the fuck do you take that and just completely say, hey, we're going to completely change it up? You know, it just, uh, it, it, to me, to me, it's just, it's it's unreal. And obviously it's, you know um money it's you know they're they're trying maybe they're trying to cater to different audiences i don't know but at the end of the day ea dice please please fucking for the love figure of God, it out yeah don't let battlefield die off like like the uh medal of honor franchise just kind yeah. of pittered out pathetically uh into the night like they they tried so hard to make Medal of Honor relevant again. I'm scared that that's what's going to happen with Battlefield. Hopefully, they can fucking figure it out. Hopefully, that guy from Respawn will help them. But yeah. uh, it's 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 not looking good so far. And that goes for any any developer, by the way. And I'll leave it at this: stop fucking with your core audience. Stop fucking with your core audience. Cater to your core audience. If you if you feel like some innovative features will help you expand your your core audience, fantastic. But stop fucking with your core audience. So there you go. All right. Last but not least, hey, NFL schedule came out. Um, you know, since the last time you and I talked, and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to dive into anything Panther specific, as as every as we mentioned on our last episode, we are big Panther fans. Really, nothing much to talk about. I mean, we had a really great draft, in my opinion. I still think we're going to be mediocre, but but that's for another uh, podcast to talk about. But let's talk a little bit about this opening matchup and and you know i i really really like this bills at rams oh yeah nb nbc 8 20 p.m thursday uh september 8th right that's gonna be bills an awesome versus, game it's gonna be such a freaking fantastic game rams won the super bowl um you know you have uh the bills who by the way the bills should have in my opinion, had a way better chance to win that game. We can, I'm sure there'll be people who have different opinions, but the NFL overtime rule, um, obviously finally changed this year, but last year in the playoffs, 
the Bills didn't even see the ball in overtime. And they were, I mean, it was a shootout towards the end of that game. It was a complete shootout uh, between two just amazing quarterbacks. And, and then we, everybody, it was, it was probably one of the best games I've seen in, in years. Oh yeah. And the playoffs to, last year were awesome in general. Yes. But like to just be, to, to just have the game end on not even seeing the bills get a chance to take the field. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel and good. And it, it didn't, it, you know, it, it felt like somebody shit in my mouth. <laughs> it, it, it didn't, it didn't taste good. It didn't feel good. You felt icky afterwards. You felt I needed to take a shower. Um, and I love that one, the NFL, after just terrible press, after the fact, the, the NFL came out and owners committee immediately um, went in and, and they changed the overtime rules and playoffs for next year or for the season coming up to where does not matter. Um, if, 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 you know, a touchdown was scored, both teams are guaranteed a possession, which is how it should have been to begin with. And it's just for the playoffs, right? This is just for the playoffs. This is not for regular season. I think they're going to take a look at how it impacts the game in the playoffs. And then they'll, they'll think about adding it to the regular season. I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. As long as a playoff game doesn't end the way that it ended last season against the Bills and uh, uh, Bills versus the uh, the Chiefs, um, I, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, but I do think that this is also the the NFL having the Bills, you know, open it up with the Rams. Obviously, the Rams are the Super Bowl champs. They get first dibs at being able to open up the season. Uh, but the them giving it the Bills that spotlight too is a very big hey, we're sorry. Let's let's feature you guys to kick things off for yeah, the that's cool. 2022 NFL season. And I cannot wait. It is going to be such a great game. It always feels so long between football seasons. I mean, like just an absolute eternity. So, yeah, being able to kick off the season on such a high profile game, um, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, no, yeah. no, no, you said you said you think that uh, Panthers are probably going to be mediocre. Yeah, we we maybe will be mediocre, but we have potential to be better. Uh, I think it's all going to rest on the shoulders of Matt Corral, like literally, actually him. We we've, we've been yeah. putting good pieces in place. We're building a solid defense. Certainly bolstered the fuck out of our offensive line. Like thank God, like we finally drafted a. Uh, an offensive lineman with our first pick. I mean, we've been begging, begging for offensive line for so long. What was the last guy who I th- who I think it was Jordan Gross it was like the last yeah, offensive like first we, round first round offensive line. lineman, yeah. right? Um, it so, was it, it was much needed. I, I I went to the draft as you know, Caleb, and and um, got a chance to talk to tons of Pan- like random Panther fans, and there was not a frown at all. Everybody oh yeah, was happy feel good Happy. and and matt corral truly dropped to us like he was a super great value they speculated he dropped the third round because of off the field issues whatever so i mean to me that translates to he is a lottery ticket he's got yeah. potential to be legit maybe he figures it out at the nfl level a lot of college guys 
don't click right away or they don't click at all ever. Um, so if, if he turns out to be able to, to, to figure out the NFL, he could, he could be, he literally, the quarterback is the only piece of the puzzle we're missing. I feel like we've got good players everywhere else, offense, defense, special teams, uh, quarterback is all we need if he can be the man then he can make us better than mediocre you yeah. make her to above 500 team maybe hey, a playoff I, team i am bringing my full expectation that we are 500 team if we are worse, <laughs> i will burn all my all my jerseys like i'm i'm gonna be over oh, it, it could be worse we, we could go sub oh, 500 it could be worse because obviously we, sam darnold isn't gonna do fucking jack shit no, no, he is not. No, um, you know, if if we do better, um, I, I and I hope we do better. I think that's uh, it's a good sign, and I'll be I'll be extremely happy. But I'm I'm just setting my my expectations at 500. I have to see how this um, you know, how Matt Rule does uh, uh towards the end uh, to, towards kind of I wouldn't say the end of his career with the Panthers because if oh, he this does is make not or break. do well, then he's done. Yeah, this and is make I or kinda, break for him for sure. I kind of want to see that. Um, he did make some interesting coaching decisions, hiring, uh, Ben McAdoo as our offensive coordinator. Um, you know, he kind of almost, he, he does not wear a mustache. Well, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to need him to never wear that mustache again. Um, or buy a white van, whatever, whatever he needs to do. But, um, you know, Ben McAdoo, maybe he's a better coordinator than he is a coach, but he was such a terrible coach, and I hope that he turns it around. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, Caleb, we've seen a lot of mediocre Panthers. We've seen some really great Panthers, and we've seen a lot of mediocre Panthers. So, um, you know, it's just hard to get your expectations high. Oh, yeah, high, absolutely. You know, so I, I almost sometimes feel like a Browns fan. So, which... You know, we can argue right now that they're making some crazy moves, and they're 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 they just resigned Dave and Clowney today, actually. So. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, so they uh, they're 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 looking good. So Browns fans, I feel you. Your your moment is coming. I promise, it's coming. It looks good. Well, hopefully your future not. Looks a, great. Hopefully not against Panthers in Week One, though. Yeah, you know, Deshaun Watson maybe suspended week one, maybe I don't know. And I'm glad we're playing them week one because yeah. if Deshaun Watson is suspended, then maybe we have a shot. If he's you know not suspended, then you know hopefully hopefully he's you know taking a whole year off is going to be a detrimental for him, and he's going to yeah. be a little rusty at first. But, oh, absolutely, will be rusty yeah, at first, hundred percent. So. All right, man. Well, I think we covered all of our of our topics today. Uh, quick, uh, quick thing. Um, I want to I want to tell all our listeners. Hey, keep the feedback coming. We will have a weekly question in our Spotify every single episode. So make sure you answer that question. Follow us. Like us. We're available on Apple Podcasts. We're available on Google Podcasts. We're available on Amazon Music Podcasts. Um, we're we're everywhere. And then also uh, follow us on Twitter. I just created a Twitter t- a Twitter account, Caleb, for us. So oh, nice. uh, yeah, so if you if you've got Twitter, it's uh, at immature underscore gamers. So immature underscore gamers is our Twitter. Please give us a follow, and uh, if you follow us, we'll follow you back. 
And uh, hopefully we have some great discussion on our Twitter. So check us out there. But other than that, hey, uh, looking forward to making another episode next week. And and uh, Caleb, any final words? No, just, uh, yeah, keep keep tuning in and uh, we'll keep pumping out the good contents. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you next week. Adios.